Hi family, welcome back and thank you for being here. I'm a little bit of a mess right now, but I really wanted to get this video to you today because I'm super excited to talk about the fact that we're moving and everything's all packed up and the kids have literally had no toys for the last few weeks. When I first packed up all of the toys, I was really scared that the kids would be overwhelming and bored and have nothing to do. And I wanted to do it because I wanted to really see what it would be like. And now that we've done it, I actually don't think I'm gonna take the toys out when we move to our final destination. The beautiful things that have occurred have been less fighting, more creativity, they become more independent, and they seem way more engaged and satisfied with life. It's the craziest thing. I never thought the results would be this stark of the contrast, but it makes it also worth it. So what I wanna do today is tell you some of the things that the girls have been doing so that if you decide to try to limit or reduce the amount of toys your kids have, you can have some ideas and how to make that more balanced and satisfying for them. Now before we get into all that, I wanna let you guys know this is not about taking childhood or fun or playtime away from them. In fact, they're way more creative, they have lots more fun, and they do play a lot, just not with toys or plastic colorful blinky items. So the first thing that I noticed when we took all the toys away were the kids were somewhat needy and bored. And that was something to sort of recalibrate and get over and inspire more ideas and thoughts on them and also encourage them to figure something out and do something to play. Some of the things that the girls really enjoyed doing around the house was getting a box of chalk and sitting outside and coloring on the driveway for hours or taking out some bubbles and blowing those and chasing them around. Those are really simple things that are not toys but still inspire them to get outside, be a little more creative and enjoy moving their body a little bit more. They also began doing lots of art. We got them origami and cardstock and they started following instructions and we started doing origami together. Once they learned how to do some of their own, they wanted to decorate and fold it up. And then once the origami pieces were complete, they had toys or little animals and figures to be able to play with and interact with one another. This left out all the room for fighting and needing to have a specific toy or have it look a specific way. It was their own creation. And this really actually started way back with the fairy houses. If you watch one of the vlogs, they went to a community event where they made fairy houses out of nature and sticks and twigs. And they even made little wooden fairies. And they were super excited to play with those for like the whole week afterwards. And that's when it kind of dawned on me, maybe I can pack up all this stuff because I don't think kids really need toys. The next thing I noticed that the kids were doing was they were more inspired to get out, actually learn skills, and be social. What this meant was at the pool, instead of playing with little toys or little squirt figurines inside the water, they were more engaged with actually learning how to swim, wanting to float on their back, wanting to swim with dad across to the pool or try to dive down and touch the ground. They started doing really fun things and then Brett got the underwater camera out and they started wanting to make underwater slow motion videos and it was just this fun family event that involved creativity, getting outdoors, moving the body, and not having to actually have stuff to entertain. I often found Love in the room on her own trying to FaceTime one of her grandmas and when that didn't work she went to scrubbing the walls because that's something that she had seen me and Brett doing the day before and she knew it was what needed to get done in order for us to leave this condo. 
And I just thought that was the coolest thing because they don't have anything else better to do, so they just decide to help. Sometimes Elfie gets down and practices sweeping or she wants to prop up and wash the dishes or rinse them off or dry them off with dad. And all of a sudden they become more involved in really helpful ways. And they don't seem to put up as much fuss when they say spill a glass of water and you say, here's a towel, clean it up. They actually find it entertaining that they get to do this new event or experience this new process of cleaning. So they don't see it as a have to event. What I realize is when they have colorful blinky toys that are super entertaining and that sort of stifle that imagination and creativity or ability to put a little effort into playing and actually enjoying life, it makes it a lot harder for them to come to the other stuff and to actually want to do that. And this holds true for adults as well. We really live in this environment where things come to us at a push of a button. We can push a button and change the entire temperature in our house we can push a button, make a call, and get food from anywhere in the world delivered to our front door. We can push a button on our computer and easily be entertained and have that entertainment even evoke emotion and a sense of well-being, sadness, fear, or identity. And that's why social media is so detrimental. And I don't just want to mention like the bad side. There's equally an opposite good sides. Like I'm a firm believer that everything has its equal counterpart, but it is important to be careful, not just for our kids but for ourselves as individuals to make sure that we're not doing what I call click satisfaction. If you think about how easy it is to build a farm on Farmville, make money, make new friends, interact socially over the web, the biggest reason people make a big deal about this being unhealthy is because it's so effortless to do it in the palm of our hands that we find it stressful, hard, and sometimes not even worth it to do it in our own lives. So I find that it's really valuable not just in my children's life, but even in reflecting on myself, how many things do I pick up, click, or just have or need to have in front of me just to be entertained? Can there be a moment where I don't pick the book up, I don't read the article, I don't listen to the TED talk, I don't want to FaceTime my mom, and just try to enjoy the present moment, watch the leaves blow, and just be completely conscious of that? So anyways, that's all I have for you today. My battery light is blinking at me. If you guys have minimized your kids' toys or have gone without kids' toys, let us know in the comments below other things that you've done that you feel like you've seen either help them improve or helped keep them entertained. And if you did like this video, please hit thumbs up. It lets me know what to bring you more of and that you actually like it. And if you have subscribed, thank you for being here. Welcome to the family. Let's all remember to be good, be great, be grateful, and I appreciate you guys so much. I'll see you in the next video. Ciao.